Hello, hello, and welcome to Orbiting the Ghost Planet, your episode-by-episode discussion podcast about space ghosts, coast to coast. I'm Nick. I'm Joe. And this week, we sat down to watch Season 2, Episode 3, Girly Show. Yay! (laughs) This is a show that has a theme. It does have a theme, and Space Ghost came up with it all by himself. I love that when, like, Space Ghost wrote the episode. There's a couple episodes that that are going to do that, and they're great. (laughs) Um, Specifically, though, uh, this show is a tribute to women in the entertainment industry. It's a pretty good theme. Yeah. Uh, We begin with a sort of... well, really, we begin with, like, the shortest cold open Yeah, I think we've seen as far as cold opens go, unless you want to count the Storybook House fake-out intro. <laughs> um, but it's just more of that, like, behind-the-mic cut stuff. I really stuff. like that, though. Yeah. So they say that, uh, you know, a cold open can be anywhere from, like, like, 30 seconds to 90 seconds, something like that. And... The idea is the entire theme of your show should be sort of encapsulated in that cold open. (laughs) So a cold open is like, hey, like what you see right here before our our title card, it's going to let you get a feel for what's coming. Um, I don't know if Space Ghost ever really adheres to that rule or contrarily, I think Space Ghost best adheres to that rule because it's just... Oh no, this is going to be a mess. And then you go for it. <laughs> so we had three guests on this show. All of them quite prominent in the entertainment industry, I would say. Absolutely. Uh, we begin with... Fran Drescher. After that little... Multars tribute to women that he edited together. Yeah. I. The white hands always get to me. Oh yeah, because the inverted the negative, film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, more self pulls from the Turner Library. Just yeah, I saw a little figured. Wizard of Oz in there. Yeah. Um, I think it's a Turner classic. Maybe. I, I don't know enough movies from that sort of black and white early color era mm. to uh, really pick them out. But uh, if you know old movies, probably could recognize all of them. <laughs> Lots of women in fancy dresses. I still want to know who that one man in drag was at the end. So I swear it looked like Tim Curry. I don't think so. Maybe I just always expect to see Tim Curry in drag for some reason. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Fran Drescher. Yep. The Nanny. Yep. Did you ever watch The Nanny? No. I've watched a lot of The Nanny. Really? Yeah. That surprises me. Not necessarily by choice. Okay. Um... But it was just the kind of thing that was always on. I always thought it was like a little heartwarming because it was, you know, girl from the streets. And it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, street smart. And you come into this house and like all these posh kids and just like, like, oh, there's just like kids with troubles too. But yo, here's your street answers. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I would, it, it's a sitcom. What do you want? There's mm-hmm. a there's a butler. Uh, I think the like series finale I have on tape somewhere if you would like to know how the nanny ends <laughs> and nothing else about it. <laughs> Um, the show ends with like three marriages. Of course, because it's a sitcom, so it's all will they, won't they. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all right. Yeah. I I, en- I enjoyed it when I did watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, I say it probably doesn't hurt that it ended. 
Uh, well, I would say arguably she's most famous for her voice alone, just because it's oh, yeah. a very distinct, memorable voice. It's, she's got a, a voice that could uh, drive dogs to violent acts. I was going to say, I love how every time she laughed, they put the sounds of dogs barking and babies crying behind it. <laughs> she also noticed that she had a dog in her laugh in a couple of shots. Oh, really? Yeah. There's one where it's like a slow zoom on her, and you just see dog ears sticking out, <laughs> like uh, maybe a Pomeranian. But Space Ghost, Space Ghost is completely stricken. Of course, Space Ghost <laughs> has a crush on the nanny. Yeah, not since Judy Tenuta has Space Ghost crushed so hard on a female guest. Mm-hmm. Space Ghost, I think, has crushed harder on sandwiches in the meantime. <laughs> um, and. And while Space Ghost is developing his own obsession with the nanny, for some reason, Zorak is off on a Klugman kick. Yeah. You know what I think about Jack Klugman? Nope. Okay. Jack Klugman was the messy one on the TV series, the original TV series of The Odd Couple. Okay. He was on... All right. And so here's the answer, if you watch the episode. Jack Klugman was on The Twilight Zone four times. Pretty impressive. Not three or one or three, as previously guessed. <laughs> um, but yeah, for some reason, Zorak's trying to go on strike. Mm-hmm. But instead, is just trying to just promote push a... Jack Klugman. Yeah, I guess he's on like he's got some sort of uh, pro Klugman agenda going on. Mm-hmm. Who knows why Klugman? So the Evan Dorkin and Sarah Dyer scripts uh-huh. I feel have a very specific tone to them uh-huh. like getting something stuck in in your craw <laughs> and you just keep putting in lines for it mm-hmm. it's definitely a thing on it uh I'm trying to think back trying to pick out the episodes we've already seen but uh I think anything that has gum I think was a was one of their scripts is that something that keeps coming back uh-huh. um during the Fran Drescher interview we get uh what might be the best piece of original animation done for the show? Was it the diddly squat? It was a can of diddly squat. Because, <laughs> um, you know, impromptu game show questions leads to gotta have the announcer. Once again, Don Kennedy reprising his role as show announcer to <laughs> let people know that they've won diddly squat. <laughs> um, and then that just goes away. Mm-hmm. Uh, while Space Ghost was getting his composure to ask the nanny a question. Yeah. Uh, he's adorable when he's flustered. He is. He's kind of all around kind of a bumbly fool type. All around. He's adorable. All the way through. Yeah. We get like a microscopic <laughs> zoom in mm-hmm. on Space Ghost when he realizes that every fibra, every iota of his being mm-hmm. is in love with the nanny. <laughs> and we, we get see, to see some of those iotas. Two iotas talking to each other about how much they all space goes love the nanny. By the way, it borrowed animation. That was Gleep and Gloop from the Herculoids. Okay. I know that means nothing to you, nope. but <laughs> the, those blobs were, were... Okay, so imagine the Power Rangers, except that like yellow and black were those two blobs. And that's the Herculoids. Okay. That's also a bad description of the Herculoids, but let's go with it for now. <laughs> okay. God, and the Zorax joke about he's not a member of the proletariat. Mm-hmm. Actually, he's Episcopalian. 
I love that well, joke. I also like how when um, Space Ghost keeps telling him to watch his mouth because there's ladies present, and, and Zorak goes, I can't, it's too underneathy. <laughs> I know! Just the way he says that is really funny for some reason. He's just adorably admitting defeat. He's just, <laughs> I, I, I can't. <laughs> Can I have my notes back, please? I throw them away because of how good that joke about the Episcopalian was. Yeah, so he finds out that she has a husband, and he is completely crushed. He is a 50-car pile up of misery. I like that expression, too. That's really good. Um, and as the way he explains it to his next guest, Carol Channing. What's Carol Channing doing here? <laughs> well, she's very prominent in the entertainment industry as well. She's a big Broadway star. Has won several Tonys. Okay. And when she first came on, when she was doing the Hello, Space Ghost, that's because she uh, was the original Dolly in Hello, Dolly on Broadway, which is what I was checking. Now, Hello, Dolly. Mm -hmm. I've, I've always been confused on this. <laughs> you already know I'm so wrong, no matter what I say. Yeah. Is that the Broadway documentary of Dolly Parton or the Dolly Lama? Nope. Okay. <laughs> you know, I believe uh I believe Carol Channing was on an episode of The Nanny and there was also an episode of The Nanny where they did that joke that the Dalai Lama hates it when you go up and say hello Dolly. <laughs> I if I'm remembering correctly. <laughs> I will admit that the main reason I know who Carol Channing is is because um, I watched a lot of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yep. And they always end up making Ryan doing the impersonation for Carol Channing. So at some point I was like, okay, no, I just have to go find out who this <laughs> is because <laughs> it's a recurring joke. Carol Channing really just sticks around to uh, perk up Space Ghost yeah. mood. Um, Get him back on track. Yeah. But then, of course, that comes to a halt when suddenly he gets a little keen on her and says, mm -hmm. do you want to go steady? And she says no. Mm -hmm. Totally wasn't all right. Yeah, that's, that's fine. You dig who you dig. <laughs> She'll go out to dinner, but she won't go steady. Mm -hmm. I I would go out to dinner. I could still use lunch. Who's up next? Who is our final lady of the evening? Alice Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Which... I just think it's hilarious because, of course, Space Ghost put this put this show together, and he saw the name. It's like <laughs> it's it's one of those jokes where it's just clear that this is the joke that the episode was based around. Yeah, and you saw it coming from the beginning. The episode is called Girly Show, mm -hmm. so of course they're gonna do Space Ghost doesn't get that Alice Cooper's a man. <laughs> he he was wearing eyeliner. Yeah. Nobody could really understand why. Personally, I like guys in makeup, so... Like uh, David Tennant in that... Um, yep. What was that movie called? Oh, yes. <laughs> Let the Leather Pants In. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember about that movie. No. <laughs> That's not what it was. But yeah, so just introduce him. Yep. Just play the rest of your hand about what this whole show was about. Mm -hmm. And then we get to this moment that, again, Evan Dorkin... Sarah Dyer, comic book people, comic mm -hmm. book background. I swear, they have a gag, which is just 
Space Ghost is going, has the whole world gone mad, men with women's names, makeup? And Zorak just goes, hey, Space Ghost, I got you something. What? <laughs> this ejector seat. And patoom, <laughs> through the roof. But that, for some reason, that very much feels to me like a comic book joke. Yeah. Like, I can't explain why, but, like, very specifically, I have some of the Space Ghost comic books, mm-hmm. Space Ghost Coast to Coast comic books, and I swear it feels like it would be more natural in there. Just <laughs> I, There's something about, like, the length away from, like, thematic that comic book jokes reach <laughs> or something. It's just like, it's like we're going to pull something from like another time zone for a single panel kind of gag. And I don't think, I feel like you don't see that in TV quite as much. Yeah. Um, TV is more about the flow. Yeah. And with space goes out of the way, mm-hmm. Zorak takes over the show. Yep. And begins the Klugman revolution. <laughs> and we just see pictures of Klugman across the, uh, the ending credits. Yep. Krug, uh, when you ever get a Klugman stuck in your craw, you just like saying craw, don't you? I do. That's what, uh, it makes me think that I'm part crow. It makes me think of crawfish. I'm not that into seafood. I don't like eating them. I just makes me think of crawfish. You know, that's close. But unfortunately, Keith Crawfish is not one of the producers on this show. You're thinking of Keith Crawford. I like how when Space Ghost's head is sticking out. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I like how when Space Ghost's head sticking out of the, the roof of the building, he gets bonked by the, the ghost planet or whatever that asteroid thing is in the background. Yeah. Which, like, he's just, he's just thrown somewhere into space. He's floating. The world has disintegrated around him. But slapstick is still funny. Oh, I got the impression he was just like stuck in the roof of the oh. building with his head just sticking up into the <laughs> into space. Uh, that's probably an even better take on it. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, that's pretty much the episode. Yeah, I will say, um, while he's still on the on strike tangent before he goes full Klugman, yeah, um, he's holding a he holds up a sign that says "Destroy all talk shows." Yeah, and I I want to say. Destroy all talk shows is basically my favorite attitude for the host and or crew of a talk show to have. Yes. It's basically what I feel would be kind of appropriate for uh, Conan O'Brien and um, what was Craig Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Craig He's done now, too. Oh, man. That makes me sad. Yeah, me too. But he definitely would have held up with this. At least, uh, uh, well, that was what he was doing. He was deconstructing the nature of talk shows by having a talk show. By by having an intern horse that you throw frisbees at yeah. when the segment ends. Yeah. And a gay robot side co-host. Built by Grant and Mahara. Yeah. Of BattleBots Championship fame. <laughs> talk shows are weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bobcat. Bobcat came when I, when he went on Leno. He was literally destroy all. Yeah. Destroy all talk shows. I mean, burnt down the couch. Mm-hmm. It it leads to excitement. <laughs> then again, maybe I'm not just embedded enough. It, it's weird. I I don't think I'm embedded enough in like talk show standards to be like disenchanted with them, disillusioned with them. But destroying them is still fun. Yeah, they're a fun well, thing perso- to destroy. Personally, I feel like 
that's in any job you have, you should never be 100% serious. You should always be able to like joke about yourself in a way. Yeah. Just like not taking yourself too seriously. Uh, 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 <laughs> Just the one? Yeah, but Coke is notorious. That's like what it does. Like, I never burp unless I'm drinking Coke. Because I'm a lady. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> well, I was going to say something else pertinent, but now... <laughs> Like, there's no better way to end that. <laughs> this ain't no girly show. I don't know. I could probably pull off ribbons in my hair. Mm. Definitely. All right. This has been... <laughs> let's go braid each other's hair. Okay, let's go... <laughs> let's, have a... let's have a bake sale and a fire drill. <laughs> what? Those are just a cop out endings. We've seen those. We've watched. Oh, I know we've watched sorry, those episodes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sometimes I think you're not taking it serious <laughs> enough. No, I just missed the reference. All Say right. it again. I'll laugh. <laughs> oh, this time you'll well, laugh. No, you won't no. laugh at my other jokes. <laughs> now that I understand what you were going for, I feel like that was a good line, and you should say it. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> We are ending this episode and hoping that you'll join us again next time when we watch another episode of Space Ghost Coast to Coast and complete another orbit around the ghost planet. You have been listening to Orbiting the Ghost Planet, an Aliku Studios podcast network production. You can visit the show page at alikustudios.net slash podcast slash ghost planet. There you can find the rest of our episodes, the RSS feed for the show, and links to our Facebook page where you can talk about this and all the other Liku Studio shows. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes. And while you're there, you can help us by leaving a quick review and rating. Please visit LikuStudios.net to learn more about us and what we do. That's O-L-E-E-T-K-U. <laughs>